Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When people talk about transition, they're talking about shutting down industries. That was certainly the way just transition was used when it was applied to the coal industry. So they never should have used that terminology because I think what it does is it signals that they're looking at having fewer workers in this sector. And I'm not. I'm looking at having more workers in this sector. Premier Daniel Smith uh, on this program a couple of uh, weeks ago on that just transition issue. I spoke about the Premier with uh, Professor Dwayne Brad at the top of the hour. And I will tell you, um, we're getting a lot of emails from Alberta listeners who are very supportive of their Premier. So it'll be very interesting development to see how this uh, election campaign rolls around. And I'm confident the Premier will be back on this program in the not too distant future. But let's talk about the just transition For just a little bit, the plan which, according to Justin Trudeau and the Liberal government, is to create a job transformation for traditional energy workers to bridge to a so-called green energy economy. Mr. Trudeau has been committed to such a transformation since 2019, but uh, details have largely been absent about how this is supposed to work. The Natural Resources Minister, Jonathan Wilkinson, was saying that uh, one of the uh, realities would be that there would be more jobs than people. Well, that's not what Blacklock's reporter found out. At Minding Ottawa on Twitter, Tom Korski is the executive editor of Blacklock's. He's also a frequent contributor to this program. My first chance to talk to you about these developments, Tom. It's been quite a week. Uh, can you, uh, can you, just for the folks who are not aware of what you received and what it said and what you received, can you walk us through it? Well, it's a report. It's from, as you mentioned, Roy, uh, Department of Natural Resources for Wilkinson. This is their master plan. This is the big plan that is going to transition the entire $2.5 trillion economy into a green economy. The big plan. And they buried it. We can see why. They say the transition, I don't want to quote it at length because they do use bureaucratic language, but this is important. Transition to the green economy will have, I'm quoting, will have an uneven impact across sectors, occupations, and regions and create significant labor market disruptions. It said, do tell what regions, and more importantly, what sectors, will have significant labor market disruptions. Well, let's see. Agriculture and food processing, mining, milling, oil and gas, manufacturing, that's factories, as well as construction and building and transport. Okay, so that's pretty much the entire industrial economy. It's, yes, <laughs> Almost it 3 million workers, Roy. They're going to face significant labor market disruptions. This was my favorite part. The Feds got very upset about this. I don't know why. If they were so proud of this report, they should have announced it. Have a news conference. Tell the world. Why wouldn't you tell the world? We're going to need green skills, Roy. They say so. That's going to require agile and nimble training approaches, quote unquote. But what if you're like me? You don't have any green skills. What do I know about solar panels? So that's no problem. What's the master plan say? Quote, 
Some green jobs will not require workers with green skills to perform their jobs. For example, janitor or driver working for a solar energy company, unquote. These are the people who are managing a G7 economy, Roy. That's the master plan. Oh, my. Yeah, I read some of what uh, what, what you'd found, and, and I wondered how are they going to dig themselves out of this one? 2.7 million Canadians, and this is after Wilkinson said that uh, there would be more jobs than people for them. Well, I don't know. I'll race you for the janitor job. I used to be a janitor. I don't, I, I, <laughs> don't, I, don't want to go back there. <laughs> I, I didn't. It wasn't, it wasn't my plan after 45 years to go back. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that job. No, you, no, but you know what, Roy? I did it for three years. Trust me, it was not while I was going to medical school. It was 285 an hour. And uh, you do what you have to do in life. Yes, you and do. And apparently, yes, you uh, do. we're all going to do what we have to do for the sake of bringing down those emissions. You know the Fed's problem, right? They've never been transparent on this. I'm sorry, they just haven't. Even the environmentalists will say that. They never came out with a whole plan on carbon taxing, on job losses, and said, look it. These are the costs. We think these are the benefits. This is the program. Let's vote on it. They've never done that. What was the response? I, I know they weren't happy, and they tried to walk away from it, but what did they... Remind us of what the response was from Ottawa when you released this particular piece of uh, of government bureaucraties. Oh, that's not a story. Oh, no, no, it's not like that. Uh, and, then, and then they had some of their friends at the certain <laughs> corporate media... I talk about how we, you know, we couldn't read the plain English that's written in their report. We give a copy of that report to anyone who wants to read it. Read it yourself. Requires no translation, Roy. They have a problem. Their promise of a just transition goes all the way back to the Paris Agreement in 2015. You remember when then Environment Minister McKenna flew to oh, Paris yes. with a photographer? Yes. She was going to get it done. I'm getting it done. And that was the commitment. And they have not honored that commitment with a plan. Who says that? That's not Roy or Tom saying that. That's Environment Commissioner Jerry DeMarco in a report last April. He said, you didn't get it done. And he said, you have 170,000 workers. Now, that's just directly in oil and gas. That's the direct payroll. You have 170,000 workers facing layoff, and you don't have a plan. DeMarco said, this looks to me like the biggest layoff since the uh, collapse of the Atlantic cod fishery. Ask Newfoundlanders what that did to their province. And you don't have a plan. It's been eight years. Where's the plan? We found the plan. It's some plan. I remember that uh, cod fishery collapse and reporting on it in the 90s. And it became quite a nasty situation. And Ottawa still... I mean, I, the, the sad part of it, and this is an aside, Tom, but the sad part of it is I spent a fair bit of time in Atlantic Canada after that, and I saw these beautiful little fishing communities where there are wonderfully colorful fishing fleets, and they were just tied up. And what captains of these fishing boats were doing was they were not even nailing plastic chairs to the deck. They were putting plastic chairs on the deck. And if you were a tourist and you wanted to go out for a ride, they would take you out for 10 bucks. And it was sad because these are the people, these are hardy people. This was the way they made their living to go out and fish. This is what they did. This is what they knew generationally. And it was torn out from under them. Sad. 
Natural resources are the wealth of the country. Yes, they are. I'm, I'm sorry, they just are. That, that's just an economic fact. Well, yeah. um, look, we had the Prime Minister of Japan here just days ago. We had the Chancellor of Germany here last August. They didn't come here to uh, talk about uh, hydrogen being eventually moved somewhere and through technology that doesn't exist yet. They didn't come here for that. They wanted liquid natural gas, and what did they get? I keep saying they got a football pat on the bum from the prime minister and a lecture about decarbonizing. <laughs> well, I, you know, when they, uh, this is the problem. If, if you insist on, on maintaining this, this uh, opinion that you are going to manipulate and, or manage the Someone in Ottawa, in the Department of Natural Resources, we don't even know their name, is going to manage a $2.5 trillion economy, and they're going to turn it all around. They're going to turn it on a dime, and we're not going to have those kinds of emissions anymore. And they say it will lead to significant labor market disruptions to, for instance, the agriculture food processing sector, over a quarter million workers. You better come up with something better than platitudes and sloganeering. And the problem is, Roy, the feds never did. And that's why every previous cabinet looked at international environmental uh, emissions targets and walked away from them because they said we can't do it. We're a subarctic country. It's a mammoth. You freeze to death if you don't burn fossil fuel for heat. We've talked about the cost of home heating. There's no end to it. Eight years in, the chickens are coming home to roost, Roy. They've got to come up with something. Yes, they do. And when you mentioned 2015 and the then uh, Environment Minister McKenna, I remember a story about, I think, it, I'm sure it was two of her delegation members who were working on part of her staff who spent thousands of dollars on uh, dinners and lunches and wine and beer while they were in Paris. That made, that, that story, for some reason, st well, I'll tell you why it stayed with me, because it was, it was indicative of, of, of the commitment that was brought to the whole thing. They weren't there, in my view, based on what they did, they weren't there to put forward the grandiose plan. They were there for a good time. Yeah. They, uh, well, McKenna is, as you know, retired. I do. I know that. In her last three months in office, we, we clocked her to over 20,000 air miles, uh, air kilometers, as she flew around the country to make climate change announcements. There was no irony noted. They, in their lack of transparency, have created this. They painted themselves in a corner, and I guess now you're in a position where you have to wait for the paint to dry. Yeah. We talk about electric cars. You know what their electric car plan is going to cost? This is their figures. You have to look for these figures, by the way. They don't announce these. $99 billion, and, and they say plus, 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 plus. Let's just round it off to $100 billion. What are you getting for $100 billion? You're not getting children's medical research hospitals. You're not getting fabulous new universities. You're not getting a better standard of living. You're getting fast charging stations at the 7-Eleven yeah. for $100 billion. That's the green plan. Okay. And after eight years, they can get chippy with us and talk about how the media doesn't understand the profundity of it and uh, your premiers don't get it and 2.7 million industrial workers don't get it. It's always someone else's fault. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.